0: And old, and welcome to the Power Up Podcast. We are your hosts, Philip, and I'm Justin. Welcome, Justin. Now, the most uh, most of the people do not know who you are, as you have never been on the podcast. Through uh, no fault of your own, I just, I've been waiting and saving you, as it were, for a fantastic episode. And I'm very glad and honored to have you on. First of all, I guess let's introduce you to the people Justin Fensterman, lovingly and adoringly known and referred to as Fensty. Uh, you are a co worker of mine of a sort. So you're actually, if we're being real, you're my boss. You, Am you I? Buy- I don't. I'm not your boss. You 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 say jump, and I say how high, Fenchy. That's but how it that's not goes. how
1: it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be we're working on the shows together. That's how it's. That's really how it's supposed to be. I never want it to seem like that. But with what we do, as I'm the executioner of the overall game plan. Yes, I have to be the one to execute your vision. So I have to do that my own way. So maybe. I guess I am your boss. No, I'm not your boss. I'm not his
0: boss. (laughs) No, no. But uh, look, you are a great coworker. If nothing else, I love working with you. Your show is, uh, is one of the ones that I best love to go with. And of course you're in the biz. So this really should be a breeze. I'm sorry for making you work more, uh, but Hey, we're loving to have you and i think we got some great uh got a great topic to discuss one that i think the people will uh love to be introduced to you over
1: so without further ado let's get right to it huh yeah absolutely and by the way i'm going to invoice you after this philip so don't uh, think you're, the don't think, yeah come on don't think you're getting off with a free lunch no easy layups my friend
0: <laughs> checks in the mail my friend it'll uh, i'll send you some cheddar bay biscuits
1: yes <laughs> hey those are free <laughs>
0: going to be discussing romantic things that we find to be ridiculous. We'll go to a little bit of a subset afterwards, but we're going to start out here with with some topics and things that, well, quite frankly, I know that you, have Justin Fensterman, find ridiculous and things that on its surface, we may not want to be known as the guys of, right? So, so let's start off with your first one and we'll kind of uh, go through it as we go along. Justin, what's the
1: first thing that in the realm of romance you find ridiculous? The first thing that I'm going to mention is first date movies. I never understood it. I don't get it. And the reason I don't get first date movies is you don't really get to know someone while you're sitting there in silence watching a movie. So I, you you hate going on a date during the first movie, or sorry,
0: going on a date and your first date being a movie, not movies that concern or revolve around a first date. Exactly. Okay, just, just clarifying. All right, continue.
1: Yes, so I like the movie, like for instance, the movie 50 First Dates, I'll allow it. I like yeah. that. It's, yeah. But I don't understand how you learn about somebody else by sitting there watching a movie okay you could debrief afterwards but aren't you tired after that do you really want to get into a whole in-depth conversation like you're in a school class for an hour 15 about the movie or do I want to spend that time instead of watching the movie learning about my date and maybe finding some common ground with that date I'd rather invest my time doing that and have a more successful date and learn about my date
0: now, here's the one exception, because I agree with you on mass on that. That is a great point. Anybody who ever asks me for a date advice, especially the first one, first one can never be a movie. But, but, what if, and this is the only one that I would consider and question, but you are fantasy the love doctor, so I need to ask your qualifications here. One, what if you go see a specific screening and it's of your favorite film? Therefore, it's a gauge on whether or not, they can be compatible with you because it's your favorite film. And if they hate it, they obviously hate you. No, I, I, that's now, that's even terrible. Then, It's even terrible.
1: But, but it's terrible because why would I want a first date to be unbalanced? Make it about me. See my favorite movie. Maybe if every single conversation that you had at that point was, I can't believe you've never seen Goodfellas. And it, everything revolves around that. But let's face it. It's not going to happen. Everything's not going to revolve around Goodfellas, and it, nor should it. Because, and if anything, you should be trying to figure out multiple favorite movies. And I don't know why I would want to take the risk of bringing someone to my favorite movie and then use that as the defining judgment on that. I think that's awful. No disrespect. No disrespect. <laughs> yeah, respectfully.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, my
1: <laughs>
0: copy. Copy that. All right. Uh, An inside joke there uh, behind the curtain. All right. My first thing that I find ridiculous in the realm of romance, no coupon slash gift card on early dates. Now, look here here. I am a guy who likes to find a deal here and there, but I also don't want to be the guy who sends the wrong message, the improper uh, thing that that I find somebody to be cheap or, or I won't be spending quality money, time, resources on my significant other. So for those reasons, I will never on a first date, even the first couple of dates, if we're being honest, use a coupon or a gift card because it just it sends the wrong message. But I think it's stupid because it's not like during and later on when we all know what the real game is and we're all actually dating. I'm not going to use those if they if they happen to be applicable. If there's a two for one coupon, shoot, it can be even for something fun. If there's a two for one coupon, an indoor skydiving, I'm going to use a coupon because, hey, that sounds fun. If I happen to get a gift card to my favorite restaurant and it's from my birthday and heck, even my significant other gives me a gift card again to my favorite restaurant. Why would I not ever use a gift card if we're all going to go there? It doesn't make sense. So therefore, if if the thinking is long term, it's going to be fine eventually. Why wouldn't it make sense to, at the beginning, especially if we're all adults here? We're all trying to be frugal. It's getting expensive. We're going now through all the economic things that we're going through that we're not going to touch on. But. It doesn't make sense to me on how it's how the message, even though I don't find it to be that it's perceived as such a negative stigma around it. At the moment, you put the coupon in the little receipt and how it's like, oh, that's how you think of me. No, that has no correlation on you. And that isn't maybe I have legitimate reasoning for picking this place or having you pick the place. And I just happen to find a coupon. And it just all it was all such a coincidence. But hey. I I just think it's stupid. I think that later on, it becomes much more reasonable. And the fact that we're ignoring it on the first date, first couple of dates, just seems ridiculous to me.
1: I think that in those first few dates, and I get what you're saying, and I'm not against it at all, but it does give that bad look. I agree with what you're saying and that look of you're you're focusing on the deal and not the date. And that's what it puts out there. It also puts out there because you want the date to be, especially in this day and age, where we're talking to—I mean, not me—I haven't been single since the Stone Ages. But you know, mm-hmm. people are talking so much virtually first before the first date. I feel like you know you want to think of a date that's personalized, not just thinking, "Oh, I'm going out. I'm going out with Philip. at Great, perfect. That'll be great. Let's check a box." And I've got a perfect hundred dollar gift card to Magianos. So something you mentioned, though, that has me thinking a little bit, events, not just restaurants, events. You mentioned skydiving. Let's just say you've been talking to someone that you've been courting for months, and you guys joke about things that are on your bucket list, and it just so happens that you were given as a gift because you wanted to go skydiving. You were given a gift by someone previously that doesn't have an expiration date. Go to whatever skydiving place near you and you could go skydiving. Bring someone else. It's a two-for-one like you were saying. Okay. At that point, at that point, now you've been talking about skydiving for weeks. I think it's okay that if it's premeditated, if there's a buildup, then an event, something like that, skydiving – I feel like you can use the gift card for even if it is – I don't know why people would make it their first meetup, but I would find it – because I I don't – I just think you should keep it basic. But if it's like that and we've been in pandemic mode and it's been a lot of talking and face-to-face over the internet, then I think that it should be acceptable to apply it. Right. Skydiving – in and of itself would
0: warrant a bigger discussion on whether or not your date because that could that's either going to go really well or really wrong. And oh my god, you're taking me to skydiving. I have no interest in that no. on the
1: first date. That t- completely puts out a nervous kind of vibe and stuff, or an yeah. anxious, a little bit of an anxious vibe. I, I you you want to keep it simple,
0: but but it could be an event of some other sort. It can be uh, I don't know a, a, a it could be a, a Counting Crows concert or something exactly. like that. Oh yes, excellent. A, a club or sorry a con- concert that would be an excellent way of of just like an event that you could possibly get a deal on you're right Uh, i think it depends especially if the first one it just i think it depends on the person like you said if you're talking for months that does feel a little bit different than just a first date. you're going on tinder you're swiping left you're swiping right hey you matched you want to go grab a grab a coffee oh i've got a two-for-one iced mocha you know, would you, and you're forcing them to get a mocha because you got a two for one and they're like, I don't even drink mochas. So there is a difference there, a very stark difference. But I think it's negotiable and depends on, of course, how long you've been talking. If you guys have been friends for years and then you're just getting past that friend zone, that in and of it, that is a difference as well. So. All right.
1: Well, there's a Ben's, foundation there too. That's yes. something else that's big. And yeah. if the foundation is there, then using the gift cards becomes a lot more acceptable. Because you're comfortable with each other. Yeah, you, right.
0: you know that it's not just about the deal. It's about the date. Very exactly. good, very good quote there, uh, Justin. All right, let's go to the second one for you. Uh, what is your second one?
1: I can't stand Valentine's Day. And I know that people wow. who are in newer relationships, yeah, you have to do it. And you know what? It, it sucks that you have to do it. It really just sucks because Valentine's Day is the worst thing in the world. The worst holiday, a fake holiday, all it is is a money-grabbing holiday. And that's not what love's supposed to be about. You know, you talk about gifts and dates and, you know, trying to court your significant other. It shouldn't be about money or possessions. Love isn't a feeling, it's an ability that not everyone has and people get at different times inside their soul. And when it comes to Valentine's Day, the flowers, the candy, the chocolate teddy bears and and everything else, else the expensive dinner with the hiked up prices because restaurants know that they're gonna is, they're gonna they have the market they have the value you're gonna go it's all just stupid because you want to know what's romantic not giving your significant other flowers on february 14th giving your significant other flowers on random march 10th just coming home and saying i really like you and what you bring to my life you make me happy here are some flowers. That's more romantic than Valentine's Day, where you have to do it. And it becomes an Instagram competition of everyone IG their flowers and candy. Oh, Sasha didn't get candy. Her man stinks. It's stupid, Philip. It sucks. You know, it's it's
0: very bold of you to be the one who says, I'm the man. Who hates Valentine's Day? It's very, it's very, it's a very uh, bold stance to be. But taking. I love
1: my wife, and I'm, and I try to be as romantic as possible. I get her flowers at random points during the year, and I always make sure I show her, and more importantly, tell her just how much she means to me. And I don't have to wait and build it all up to stupid ass February fourteenth. So I think here lays in the discussion that.
0: You hate Valentine's Day because it's forcing you to it's forcing you to spend money when you otherwise wouldn't, especially when it's marked up, right? It's like, "Oh, I'm going to be running a marathon and the water that they will be that they will charge me for is not only going to be charged against me, but also it's going to be marked up." And it's really stupid that you're charging more for water when I'm most desperate for it. So, I think On its surface, if I'm playing devil's advocate, I think it's a very nice gesture that you are encouraging love and encouraging to celebrate your love for another person, especially if for 364 days of the year, maybe 363, if uh, we're taking out significant others' birthdays, you aren't doing that. And this is just the one excuse to be like, hey, kick it into high gear dummy. You know, let's actually celebrate. What does that say about
1: your relationship?
0: So there we go. So there we go. Fancy. I think that that's where the difference lies is that you have a healthy view on celebrating your significant other throughout the year and then being forced to go there on the one day that everybody else is doing it because they are lesser than showing of examples that you do. I think that that's why you're railing
1: against it. Well, here's the deal. I don't want to take something what you said and pick it apart a little bit. It's, you know, it's me being forced. I mean, it's it's not that I'm doing anything that's different and unique when people are in a relationship. Generally, when you're in a relationship, it's it's a good thing. It's because you can stand each other. You like each other. Maybe you live together. And I just feel like it's something you do. It's not like I'm Mr. Romance I'm not Fonzie or anything like that but at the same time you know <laughs> hey. but at the hey. same time I, I want my and it's not and this is before my wife I want my significant other to feel special and I want to make sure that they feel the love and it's not you'll get, only- her,
0: you'll get her flowers and you'll get her teddy bears and you'll get her chocolates throughout the year just right. not on Valentine's Day if you're forced right. to do
1: it it doesn't feel right. real it doesn't feel real. And that's the problem. And, and I'll say this. You know, it's you know what else doesn't feel real to me? Going to a strip club. That does not feel real to me. <laughs> I can't, I can't I put my I can't put myself mentally in that place. I don't like going to strip clubs. Judge me all you want. I don't give a crap. I don't like going to strip clubs. I don't get off from going to strip clubs in the strip clubs either. So with that. I don't, it's not real. That's the reason why. I know that when, a, let's say a dancer is coming up to me and is like, hey, and puts the hand up, not because maybe she finds me attractive. It's because maybe I have money. That's why. <laughs> and it's again, forcing that romance. It's not real, man. I, romance and love, that's real. And I want to keep it that way.
0: Black Eyed Peas, where's the love? He wants the real stuff. Give me the real stuff. I've never been to a strip club myself, Fenstee. Because I too, I don't I don't understand it. I don't it doesn't uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Anytime I hear
1: I'm going to one, let's say on a bachelor party or something, yeah. I'm kind of disappointed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, my last one here for romantic things that we find ridiculous. I'm going to go for this and, and tell me, you. I bet you have at least two friends that will immediately pop up for you on this one, Fenstein.
1: I don't have friends, but okay. Okay. Maybe
0: your wife's. Uh, people <laughs> who have lists that only people will date given these qualifications, they will not look at another person to date unless they are a non-smoker who earns above 75k a year, who drives a Porsche has two dogs, one of which is a poodle. The other one's negotiable because a very understanding person. And, and they have to have a health insurance that pays for, I don't know, a, a, a massage therapy every, every week. Like it, it, just, it blows my mind. I I've known one person who legit had a list that was just completely out of this world. I'm like, wow, where, where is that? Now I understand there are some things that do make sense for qualifications, right? Like, generic stuff of like, they have to be loving. Got it. That's like, that's, that's basic. But I mean, that should be everybody. Some people don't don't even have that. And I'm like, you know, do have those types of qualifications. Based a, off, like, by the
1: way, by the way, based off your questioning before, just before you made it seem like it's almost not the norm to have that.
0: Exactly. So, so, I mean, have something like that set in stone of like, they have to both have love for you and show love for you in a way that you feel loved. So I, I get that. That makes sense to me. It's whenever we're going to the stuff that's just checking off boxes, like a resume where I'm saying that's inauthentic as long as, especially when it comes to like job stuff specifically, I've always been of the mindset and I realize that I'm coming at this from a, from a point of a, of a man. So it's partly different, but I've, I would even expect for my significant other, my, my, future potential significant other to have the expectation of, I don't care what job you have. One, as long as you're working towards something, working towards a career, but you could work at, you could work at a Wendy's. You could work at a McDonald's. You could work as a janitor in a school overnight. I don't care what it is. As long as a, you're working and B, you're happy with your job. You're like, you want to be working there and you're providing towards the mutual uh, funds towards, uh, towards a successful, long-term relationship as long as you're you don't have to if i'm if i'm the ceo of google i wouldn't expect you to then be the ceo of yahoo to like match what i'm doing i don't care what you're doing as long as you, again you can be the overnight janitor for all i care as long as you're happy you're actually contributing you're doing your own hustle you're doing your own job and and then at the time when we're together you're about me, we're about each other, we're about making each other better and making each other successful. That's what I care, not the—not what you bring to the relationship ahead of time and, and just arbitrarily make me feel better about myself. It doesn't make any
1: sense, it's ridiculous. I, I hear you, and one of the things that I always say is, look, I know that a lot of people's dream is they wanna be millionaires. Well, I wanna be a happiness millionaire. I want happiness mm-hmm. dollars. I'd, and that's something that's a lot more achievable in your soul that you can achieve than physically having a million dollars cash easier absolutely. to achieve that absolutely
0: all right you are the love doctor Fenty. you do hold a special place certainly in my heart but in all the people of the world who listen to you on sirius xm so let's go to the love doctor the love doctor is in and i want to give you a couple of uh situations and you're going to tell me you can go as long or as short if it's just a one-word answer perfect if not Perfect. Uh we will go through them. You tell me who's right, who's wrong, and if you would change anything about how they reacted, okay? First situation, uh this is a firsthand first-hand account. I had a relationship where the guy kept calling me Drew Barrymore during the entire date. The entire date. I precise, I proceeded to end the date within less than 40 minutes and told him that I lived with strict religious parents, which was true and had to wake up in in the morning was she correct for ending the date early even though he was calling her drew barrymore the entire date
1: was that a fair response if without knowing if she communicated with him or not on or showed any kind of vibe that it's bothering her because clearly she was bothered by it then yeah but look if you can't take the hit of you're on a date you're meeting someone and you're calling them somebody else that's often put on a pedestal I could see where the lack of interest comes in and I'm guessing she maybe threw out a sign telepathically that she wasn't feeling it and he just kept doing it so Mm, I I don't hate it right (laughs) yeah 40 minutes I get that it's not the worst thing in the world but you have to be able to pick up those cues you say that kind of thing one time you're not dating Drew Barrymore you're dating this person and again They want to feel special. So I don't hate on her for calling it. Okay, next one. My boyfriend and I were walking around thrift shops in London, and he
0: decided to buy a horrific women's golf bangle shaped like a tiger hugging his wrist. It was chunky, and I hated everything about it. There was not a single redeeming quality that would make this bracelet an acceptable accessory for anyone, let alone my boyfriend. He kept asking me if I liked it, and I kept telling him the truth. No, I hate it. He got super upset with me because I wasn't, quote unquote, supportive of his purchase decision. After a bit of a yelling match, neither of us had conceded our points and he decided not to wear the wretched tiger around me again. In the end, I'm glad I stood up for my belief in quality, flattering accessories. Now, was she right to voice her opinion
1: that she did not think it was a flattering accessory for her boyfriend? Yes, and especially because she was asked directly If she kept just bringing it up and bringing it up without being prompted, then I'd say she'd be a little bit at fault, especially if he likes it. But he clearly cares about what she thinks of it because he asked not once, but repeatedly stupid move, stupid move. You make one comment, you throw out a little flare and see what her reaction is. And then if it's anything negative, but you still really like the item, you don't bring it up again. You just make it your thing. But when you bring up the awareness on whether or not how she feels, that's where he made a mistake that he kept asking her. More power to her that she was honest. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because he was obviously looking for the answer he wanted, not her right. actual Truth opinion. hurts. Truth hurts. All right, next one. Leaving his crusty, crumb-filled, empty Chex Mix bags all over our bedroom. After months of asking him to throw them out, leaving notes everywhere for him to remember to pick them up, I found three in our room one morning while he was at work. Little did he know the fury he was about to walk into when he came home. Let's be honest here, Fensty. Was he right or wrong for having left his Chex Mix bags?
1: Oh, and slash, is she right to be upset about them? I mean, who wants to have a dirty room, a dirty bedroom? So, yes, I do understand that. However, I've left notes, which indicates she's left notes more than one time. Uh-uh. no uh You leave a note one time, maybe twice, maybe twice. But then you sack up and you go and you talk to the significant other and you p- – you put their hands, your hands on their shoulder, make sure they're focusing, and you say, please clean the room. Don't leave empty bags of chips there. You have to verbalize it, and people don't want to do that. Why leave note after note after note? Then, of course, it's not going to work after the third or fourth note. After one note, then you ask them. You have to have a different approach.
0: All right. One of the last ones here fancy Fantasy the Fight always revolves around his leather jacket. He insists that it is, quote, always weather for the leather, end quote. I exploded when he insisted on wearing it to a three-hour mountain hike with my family. I lost that battle. Since then, I've also learned that it is, in fact, always weather for the leather. Don't tell him I said that. So, was she wrong or right? Right. To be angry that he wore a leather jacket
1: on a three-hour mountain hike with her family—I mean, she should not have been upset. No grounds to be upset. If he wants—if he's known for wearing this leather jacket all year round, he's the—he's the, he's the fawn. He's the guy, right? Exactly. And in wears it in the hot summer to other places, then just leave him alone. Let him wear the jacket. Who cares? You, you know what? That's, I get it. You want to say, Hey, be comfortable, but he gets it. He wears it everywhere and he wants his freaking jacket. So let him wear his freaking jacket.
0: All right. A couple more here. Fancy. I just, it's so good. There's so, such good conundrums. He gave me a Christmas sweater as a birthday gift. My birthday is in June. <laughs> is she, she right to be upset that that and he gave her a christmas sweater i'm assuming since it's an it's it, since it's a problem she's not a collector of christmas sweaters that's a
1: terrible gift yes a horrible gift that's a horrible <laughs> gift that see is that grounds it, for a breakup it, like no, it's such a bad no, gift it's no it's grounds for a talk because here's the deal and I am someone, I don't like getting, and I and I love basketball jerseys, I don't like getting items of clothing for gifts. I don't like that. I recently, and, and I'll be honest, and I'm not trying to embarrass my wife, it's a very nice backpack with a lot of space, but I got a backpack for our anniversary a year ago, and I wasn't impressed at all. <laughs> yeah, did I need a backpack? I did, but the freaking backpack. I work at home, I mean, we don't really travel that much, it's like... I felt like it was just a, what doesn't he have? And But at the same time, I don't give a lot of hints with what I want for gifts. And that's on me. And that's also on this person too, that if your significant other, whereas they're great and everything else and not say my wife has given me a ton of good gifts. This one wasn't a good gift, but you know what? you still, if you really feel that they're not great at giving gifts, you got to lead them. You then got to give them items, give them a choice of three and say, hey, pick from one of these three things and don't tell me, surprise me. couple, couple
0: last ones here. We were broke AF college kids and he used like six dryer sheets for one load of laundry. I freaked out because they're so expensive. We argued about it for days. Fair or unfair to argue about six dryer sheets for one load of laundry, Fensty.
1: I just think it's it's 6 is a little bit extreme right there. So she it's was
0: justified little... in arguing over that.
1: Yes, yeah, I, 6 is a little extreme. We don't want to we don't want to
0: waste them. So we'll go to our last one here, our very last one, and it's it's something of a doozy, I think. I got blackout drunk at a friend's giving party and said a bunch of terrible things about his ex that I don't even remember, but I also had to take responsibility for. Hashtag drink responsibly, kids. Is it right or wrong to comment and obviously criticize
1: your significant other's ex? I, I think that you shouldn't even go there, but you know what? I think it's right to criticize the ex a little Interesting. bit. I Interesting. do. I mean, look, if they're going to bring it up, it's one thing if you're not bringing it up in the like in the past and it's just something that's not brought up, which I know a lot of relationships, you don't bring up your exes. But if they're brought up, there are grounds that you can then place some comments i feel like but again that's if it's never brought up you never bring it up that's how i've always handled that kind of situation anything to next an
0: can i ask do you know do you and your wife know a lot about each other's exes and enough to i, it, I know it may be different for you guys though cuz you guys got together rather young right
1: yes we did but we did we both did have a couple of exes and we did know about them going in but you know i mean she i'm trying to think if she knew anyone who i maybe i dated even for a little bit in college maybe like a couple of people randomly but for me it's one of those things where i on the other side for for dana i just feel like you know she only had like one other boyfriend that i was told about and it wasn't a long relationship Oh, Fair enough.
0: All right. So there we go. It's okay to criticize and comment on exes. Just, of course, everything in
1: moderation, folks. And then plus, don't do it drunk. You don't ever want your relationship to be focused on the ex relationship or anything like that. That's why I'm very like, if it's not brought up, just let sleeping dogs lie. Absolutely. All right. Let's move along to the rest
0: of the episode. This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides. S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, sides will step in to resolve it for you. Wait, Phil, that, one, that was supposed to be my line. Well, what did we agree to in the contract? I, I don't know. I, I guess we can use sides to settle this dispute. Because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. Would you? A very simple but very fun mini segment where we, of course, get to ask the immortal question, would you, to one another. All right, Fensty,
1: why don't you go first on this one? Okay, mine is, would you rather get free, because there's a story behind this, would you rather get free food for a year? but can only eat food from that restaurant if you opt not to cook. So that's the, that's the one side. Would you rather get free food for a year? It's 365 days. But You can only eat from that restaurant unless you cook at your home. Or you can have a one-year season pass to all home games of any one of your favorite pro teams, but your seat is in the very last row of the stadium. And you don't get free playoff tickets. Oh, even. Oh, I think because
0: my favorite sport is football, I'm already limiting myself to eight, maybe nine home games for my football team. And then plus, I don't even get playoffs. So I would have to go with the restaurant because it's free food. And I'm hoping to God I can pick out the restaurant. Because if that's true, look out. I'm eating there as much as I possibly can. I'm a I'm a non-picky person. I could find and eat eggs every day of my life and I I try to. So I'm fine with that commitment. I can commit to that every day. And I would I would think about in the back of my mind lovingly like as the rain pours down and I'm I'm looking at a window of the of the home games that I gave up but knowing that I made the right decision.
1: I feel like so many people that we know and we work with would choose the, because of how big of sports fanatics they are. But if you really think about it, there are very few things that are better than free food. And free food for an entire year. <laughs> one of my friends actually at a restaurant in DC they held a rat they hold a raffle every year and they mm-hmm. pick a name out of a hat and that person gets their own button on the POS system in the restaurant and for a full year they get that you know my friend ended up winning this one free item, any item they wanted from the menu. So if they wanted the three meat special where it gives you a three meat combination plate, boom, they can have that. So 365 days, you get one free meal a day, essentially. How many times would you of the 365, and let's try to be reasonable here, because you'll have times where you're away, you're home, or you're with family. You'll have times where you're going to be going out. It's not every meal. It's one item. So it's one meal, essentially. So how many of the 365 do you think that you would utilize? How many days worth?
0: 351
1: of those. I would give
0: myself You really think that much? I know that if I have a free meal somewhere, do you know how much you could save having a a meal? And plus, I only eat about a... (sighs) Two meals a day as it stands like I I pretty much fill up and then I I'm, I'm good for the day so if I had one of those covered and with how much money I could save and possibly even have leftovers I would utilize that knowing myself the most I possibly could and I'm giving myself two weeks one week for like holidays for whenever I'm going back home for for a vacation or something and then like well, we talked about first dates. I'm not going to be taking my my first date or any of my dates to go and then be like, "Well, I get my meal free." So make sure you get whatever you want. Ah, honey. but if you get yeah.
1: if you get a piece of the chocolate cake, then it's sitting there in the fridge for you. And hey, you know, you come back, you have there a little you go. cake. There you on. go.
0: I, I didn't even think about that wow that is so good so yeah even then maybe i only Dude, i'm the love
1: doctor days. that like the you've been calling doctor. me the love doctor bro uh, my friend who won this thing and and i'm just gonna proximity wise this restaurant was a 0.1 mile walk from his apartment building so even better he didn't even use if i had to guess he didn't he barely broke a hundred barely I- broke a hundred like it would
0: have to be something that I don't like I'm trying to think. Even something like, ooh, I don't know, Chick-fil-A, where it's like one item really where I would be struggling. But even then, I would get it and then just go give it to a homeless person. If I'm being honest, like I would go I would make sure that I got a free item every day I possibly could. So I guess in that case I wouldn't have Sundays, but <laughs> I digress. All right. My would you. Justin Fensterman, I know your feelings about about ice and snow and how much you hate it. But I wanted to know if you could only live for an entire year in an environment where the lowest temperature it would go is 100 degrees, the lowest for an entire year, or six months of 60 and below weather with the majority of those being snow, which would you rather?
1: I thought of this before because this is pretty much what like what I'd rather live in Florida or New York. (laughs) So I I would say, man, I utilize fans. I'm cool with fans. You know, yeah, walking the dog would be a little bit of a pain, but I really hate snow. It messes with me. My situation where I don't even have to go anywhere for work, you know, does make me want to pick the temperature because it's my situation. But at the same time, it's still a pain. I can't get anywhere. Let's go and spend time in the heat for a year. <laughs> Let's get hot. Uh, look, get I, think, <laughs> I think you are the
0: rare person who would actually choose that because, and here's why, I think most people have the mindset of you can add clothes. Whereas you can only take off so much before they start finding you in the grocery store and saying, sir, please, no shirts, no shoes, no loins, you know, no loincloths, no service. Please get out of here. So I, I that is interesting that you would uh, choose the heat. But I know, I know that you are a man who hates snow, hates snow. So, all right, let's get to our next part of the episode. we work with each other on SiriusXM but we work with each other on the fantasy sports channel as such we've heard tons of crazy stories of best prizes and even probably more entertainingly the worst the worst punishments for people who both win and lose their fantasy leagues i thought it'd be fun to talk about each other's experiences do you have a worst prize or excuse me worst punishment or best prize for fantasy league you were in Justin Fensterman
1: so I got a best prize and you could tell me because this is your world that if could I give my best prize and then can I give a friend's worst prize because my I don't really have a worst prize sure go ahead absolutely best prize I w- used to be in a big time fantasy football league that had like two conferences of 12 teams each and it was called the big weekend league. warriors fantasy football league and I was in it. a couple of people that were on Fantasy channel, the hosts of the show, like Joe Dolan, Matt Camp. I don't think you know them too well, but Matt Camp, this one of the former hosts on our channel, now works for WWE. He was very connected with the wrestlers, not of different companies. So while I was in this league, so was a bunch of other wrestlers, like guys like Austin Aries. Adam Cole or not Adam Cole, Adam Pierce was, was in this as well. So it's, you know, Jeff Jarrett was in this fantasy league. And so Austin Aries was the defending champion. So they had a weekend warriors belt that, you know, you get if you won and I won it one of the years and I took it off of him and took it off of Austin Aries and was presented with this belt for a year. So that was, that was really cool because a real wrestler having the fantasy championship belt, then I got to, Got to have it for a year before i lost the following year that is freaking awesome man yeah. wow yeah, man. I,
0: I have not heard that story that's awesome mm-hmm. all right what's what's the worst punishment
1: you've seen so one of my friends once told me that he came in last place so he had to go and take the sats and he had to go <laughs> to a high school one morning and he had to he had to register and Those he had awful. to go take the sats and the teachers were pissed at him but he went and took the sats <laughs> and had to prove it to the rest of the league those are awful i remember those
0: they are early in the morning they take up like a good chunk of your day i think they're like what four maybe six hours i think is i, what I you're think allotted. it's two
1: days i think it i don't know if oh he had God. to do two days worth or one because i know at some point it changed from 1600 to 2400 they added the writing section and then they may have taken it away i don't they know where they're at with it but 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 let me tell you I took the SATs about four times in high school. And those are probably the four single worst days of high school I experienced. Awful. I can imagine being a 20, probably he was 26, 27-year-old man. He went out and partied the night before. So he's sitting there sweating the alcohol <laughs> out during the SAT. <laughs> meanwhile, he's got the alcohol meanwhile, meanwhile, Joe Schmo is sitting right next to him, going, Oh my god, my future's <laughs> on the line. Oh my god. Yeah yeah oh my god all right
0: i don't have a best prize most of the ones that i've been a part of are all just money which is realistically the best prize that anybody can ask for but worst punishment thank god my best friend david he lost every year we have so there's the league and then there's just me and david me and david every year we hold and host a game between us we don't we don't we ha- allow the schedule to play off as it normally does and whenever we fight off against each other that's when we know we like to make sure that it's earlier in the season so that way we don't really know whose teams automatically better and worse and so we host every year and we have a punishment now there are a bunch cuz David's lost a lot to me there's a lot one that did not make the cut was that he had to he had an AMC Stubbs membership and he had to use all four of his weekly allowance of movies for the for the year or for the week, excuse me, in one day to watch Sylvester Stallone's immortal classic, immortal classic Rambo: Final Cut, he had to watch that four times in a row in one day at AMC. He said by the third time he didn't even know what life was anymore. It was just so awful. That didn't make the cut. The worst one that he had to endure, the worst punishment, was that I made him go to a mall, hang a sign around his neck. That said, I suck at fantasy football, and every time you say I'm a loser, I have to do 15 squats. (sighs) Justin, you would not believe how many people were willing to go along with this and call this man a loser within an hour. He only had an hour. He did so many squats. He was quivering by the time he got to the, the last set. The mall security actually came by and said, hey, real funny sign. You can't do that here. He was cut short 40 minutes in, but thank God, because he was so weak by the end of it. He was sweaty. He was taking pictures. People were loving it. People were getting creative with how they were calling him a loser. Some were like yelling from below. Some would like walk by and then hit him with the the guerrilla warfare you're a loser as they're going down the escalator it was fantastic it was exceptional i was enjoying every second of it there were people who would walk up and give him a hug and he'd be like oh thank you thank you for not saying then they'd just be like loser you be like god and you just see him squat down 15 times it was absolutely (laughs) hilarious i loved that punishment it will always stay in the back of my mind and and just just be a fond memory of
1: mine like were you just sitting there at like annie ann's just like laughing your ass off just just
0: popping in the pretzel (laughs) bites and, and, and Enjoying a lemonade, having a Cinnabon. It was delightful. (laughs) It was absolutely delightful. And I'd count down with him. I'd be across the way to one, two, (laughs) three. It was absolutely phenomenal. Oh, that Uh, sounds
1: so good, the story, but it sounds so awful of a day. uh, It was was his worst day, my best day. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. (laughs) Woo!
0: It is time for the game, and no, it is not a work meeting. It is actually just a, a game portion of the podcast, and we are having on one of our favorite guests right now, one Miss Shannon Blunt. Shannon, you know Fensty, don't you?
2: A, a little bit, I guess.
0: A little bit, Hi, yeah. Hi,
2: Shannon. Hi, Fancy. <laughs> Uh
0: Of course, I am bringing my work to the Pow Wow podcast, and thus uh, having D and Shannon on fully completes the, the full sphere of my world. As Shannon, of course, I know from SiriusXM as well. We work together as of right now, every Monday. So if you uh, happen to get SiriusXM, you can find us there Anyways, let us get to the actual game. We all know how I know Shannon, but Fancy has some questions for Shannon, as do I. So Fancy, why don't you go ahead and start us out since Shannon is officially my guest.
1: Yes. And I, you know why that pertains to anything. I'm unsure about that, but okay, we'll roll with it anyway. And Shannon, one of the things that you're great at social media, and these days it's more than just, Hey, boom, you're on YouTube and that's it. It's curing a following. It's getting to the trends and it's being involved, but it's not being too ridiculous where you get negativity or you lose followers. So let me ask you this. How exactly did you go about building your following and what advice would you give to someone that wants to build their following empire size like you have on TikTok?
2: (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I do have a a pretty sizable following on TikTok. I have about 20,000 followers at the moment. Um, I create mostly soft gaming content like it's like soft core gaming.
0: The casual gamer.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Also, I don't see my line moving, by the way. Oh, it is. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I didn't want to like be talking and it was all a waste. But back to it, back to it. That would suck. I'm sorry. It would suck. Live producing. (laughs) Great producing. um, (laughs) So how I first went viral was just sharing one of my um, personal stories. I shared the story of my adoption that my parents went through to like adopt me. And um, it touched a lot of people and people really loved it. And um, I got about like, 2000 followers from that. It did have like 1.9 million views, 3, 300,000 likes. Wow. But then um, the craze of Animal Crossing came around at the start of the pandemic and everyone was playing it. You know, everyone was stuck at home. It was a really fun a family game that everyone could play. And I, I, I happened to love that game. I grew up on that game. I started playing it on the GameCube and I've had every single version. When I saw some people like posting, like, just like about it. I was like, you know what? I'd love to post about Animal Crossing. So I just started making some fun content about Animal Crossing and something that I love, and it just kind of popped off. And then people could tell it was authentic. It was um good quality. It was rolling with trends that were happening or, or like around the gaming sphere sphere. So I think that's that's really what you need to be doing. You need to find your audience. I really just cater to gamers. I don't make much content outside of gaming, even though that is not what i am all about you know i love gaming but i'm much more than gaming but finding something that you are passionate about and sharing it and people can tell when you're not being like authentic about something you like good quality stuff too nobody wants like super grainy audio or video when they're trying to watch like a a quick what one minute video it's it's annoying i'm going to swipe past that and it's just being fun you know not everything's going to be viral off the bat i have a lot of videos that just have like a couple thousand views and then I've got a lot that have like a million views. So it's 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 a game, but like finding your niche audience and appealing to it, I think is really how you start building a community around you. Cause I mean, I've gotten some like people who like tag me and they're like, I'd love for the queen to respond to my post. Oh and it's just it's just about my my video content. And so they're like kids too, because I have a, a large range of following from kids to adults. And it's it's fun. You just gotta like lean into it. I love it.
0: The queen is here. All right, Shannon. I'm going to ask you a toughie here. What is the worst breakup you've ever been privy to? So it can be for you. It can be for a friend. It can be through phone. It can be through throwing a lobster brisk at the face. What What is the worst breakup you've ever been privy to?
2: So it can be my own?
0: It can be your own. Yes, absolutely.
2: Okay. I've recently gone through one and that was not my worst breakup, even though it really sucked. My breakup that happened in like 2017... I believe was absolutely horrible. I was dating a guy who I'd been dating since I was about 15. He actually lived at my parents' house because at the time he got a job, like closer to my parents' house, he had already lived an hour away. They offered him the spare bedroom in the basement. He had been living there about a year. We had been together about like four years at this point, three, three years almost. And I had gone to college. So I was only seeing him on the weekends when I came home. And he was just there with my parents too. Like it was fine. My parents were cool with it. It was just like, it is what it is. But I started realizing he might not be what I want in like a life partner. And, you know, I was experiencing a lot of new things in college. And I was like, I think I just want to break up with this guy. Like, so I came back for spring break. I was like, let me see how spring break goes. And he, there was a lot of underlying problems with the relationship. It was really awkward at the end of spring break when I had to like tell him like, hey, I didn't even tell him I wanted to break up. I told him I was like, how about we take a little break and just like see how like things go. He then proceeded to like run out of my house crying and get in his truck and drive away. And then um, I was like, I unfortunately I did this on the last day. So I had to go to college that day. I had to go back to school. Literally an hour later, I was like, I have to be somewhere actually tonight, like at at my campus. I have to leave. I left and um, I actually did not see him again until about like six months later when like we tried to get back together. You know, that awkward period. when Yeah. oh i miss you mm, fun stuff but um yeah he had to like awkwardly move out of my my parents house and everything I feel more bad for my parents
1: yeah the Probably, relationship you know, was currency to the to yeah. your parents at this point <laughs> Dang, he,
2: he wasn't paying he was there just for free my parents are really nice people
0: wow this guy was really making so, out
1: well i yeah. mean he was making out <laughs> oh my god <laughs> right I mean, but then he didn't make out anymore, and then he got kicked out.
2: <laughs> and it, it gets even stranger. It does get very strange. He ends up, like, coming, like trying to get back with me while also with a rebound girl, and he oh. was, like, with her at the same time at, as me at one point, point. and then he ended up saying he was engaged, like, a week after we had hung out, like, and everything, and I was like, whoa, okay, and then, like, a month later, they got married, literally a month later after their engagement. Whoa. Um, she was pregnant. Nothing wrong with that. But she, they did name the baby after my best friend. Like they named they, my best friend and my ex's baby have the same name, and then to make it better, he married my best friend's ex's sister. So me and my best friend's exes are si- are brother in laws now.
1: Interesting.
0: Whoa. So it's
2: it's really weird. It's it's a very strange
0: just small dynamic. world. Very small world. It's, my goodness. Small friend group. <laughs> Not even like they're, they're
2: from like an hour and a half away. We don't know how it happened. And like that friend's ex was like closer to us. So we don't, it's just very strange that very they're strange. brother-in-laws now. And that's just the thing that I have to live with.
1: It really is a small world though. That, mm-hmm. that just, that's just what it shows. Wow. Just very interesting. It, let's speak. Let's bring up the interesting factor of your ro- most romantic date going to the other side of this, Shannon. Let's, let's bring it back to a positive vibe here. What was the most romantic date that just swept you off your feet?
2: You know, I've been on a bunch of, of dates and um, in re- in my relationships, I've been in two very long relationships. So those have also had dates. But like one of my more recent dates that I went on with a dating app guy um, not too long ago was he took me to like dinner and um, it was going to be an early dinner and we were just going to hang out. And so like beforehand, he was like a little late, but he was walking. So it was literally like five minutes late. I was I do not care. I was standing outside and I was just looking at this comic book place right beside the restaurant. And I made a joke. I was like, oh, I was about to walk into the comic book shop. And he was like, why don't we? And so we did. We went into this little comic book shop and uh, the guy at the comic book shop convinced us to buy this really cheesy comic that was like Jurassic League, which was like Batman, Wonder Woman, Justice League as dinosaurs. And it was fantastic. So we bought it. It was like six bucks. And then we went to dinner. It was a really, really nice dinner. Spent a lot of money. I think he's, that's, this is the guy who bought me $36 crab, like crab dip. And it was fantastic. <laughs> we have talked about this on Alarm After Hours before. It was the best crab dip. It was so good. And then he was like, well, why don't we just like walk down the creek where I live? There's a really pretty area next to this like downtown section. And we walked down this very pretty creek and we just happened to stumble upon this thing that they've like started that day, which was like five at five, whereas like concerts on the creek. And they're free. And we're just sitting there watching music. I was like, Did you plan this? And he was like, No. And then we just had like a nice, beautiful walk along this like sculpture section as well. It's just like really romantic. And then he was like, This is my favorite brewery. We like happened to walk by his favorite brewery. So we stopped by and I got a frozen Moscato. It was so good. And then we sat outside on this beautiful setting and we read our comic that we had bought. And it was just very cute, very romantic. It's very sweet. And then he walked me to my car and he gave me a very, very nice hug. Like, that is the one a thing very I super A tender remembered. hug. Yeah. No, it was like a fantastic hug. I was like, that is a nice hug. That is like a fun hug. Like, it was one where you're not pulling away because you're like ready for it to be over. I was like, this is this is comforting. This is a nice end to the night. It was just a beautiful date.
1: Very nice.
2: Right? It was just also very random. Like, everything was- It was organic. It yeah. was
1: romantic and organic.
2: Yeah, he didn't plan any of it because, like, I could tell he was being genuine when he was saying that, like, I'm sorry. I should have taken credit for it, but I didn't. But it was fantastic.
0: Well, at least it was fantastic. It was romantic and it has stuck with you and given you and us all a story. Let's move along to the actual game part of this. Uh, the game will be called Knockout, where whoever is hosting between Mirror or Fensty will give the two playing a genre with which that they are to go Uh, Wherever they want within that genre, now people will go back and forth and the first person to either miss something within that genre or repeat what has already been said will lose. The other person gets a point. First to three points wins. If we're all familiar with the game, Shannon, who would you like to face off against first? Me or Fensty?
2: Let's go with Fensty.
0: Ooh, all right. We'll go with my iteration of the game first. Fensty, you will be facing off against Shannon in your first game ever. Congratulations. Here we go. The first category, and we'll start with you, Shannon. The first category that you guys will be listing through. I will keep a timer, so the timer will start. The moment you, uh, the moment I say the first word here. Here we go. Names of medicine slash medicinal names and go. Cortisone. Tylenol. Advil. Three. Sudafed. Aleve. Three. Two. One.
2: Boom. Oxycontin.
0: Uh, Motrin. <laughs> unfortunately, you didn't get the, cu- the oxy in time. Shannon, you start out with a lead one to zero. And nice. uh, let's go to number two. We'll start out with you on this one first here, Fensty. Okay. Words that can be used as synonyms for butt.
2: <laughs> Donk. Ass. <laughs> Buttocks. Rear end. <laughs> Tushy <laughs> three
0: caboose 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 works.
2: Does Shannon? like honky tonk badonky donk count?
0: <laughs> Since Fensty's laughing, I will I will accept it. <laughs> Fensty, we're um, back to you. Honky tonk badonky-donk is no longer okay, allowable.
1: Um back door. The
0: behind. Fensty three. <gasps> Rear. I believe rear was um, already used. rear end
1: was used not rear Okay,
0: rear <laughs> is acceptable. I'll, I'll allow it. Shannon back to you. 3 2 one. Peach. Oh wow that was the one I was thinking of. Holy moly. Let's go back to you Fenty. Booty. 3 To you Shannon, I'm sorry. 3
2: Have we used butt?
0: We have used butt. Oh, 3 dang. Um 2 I 1 don't know. Boom Fancy takes the butt prize, and it is now <laughs> the tied. Butt prize. It is tied one to one. Here we'll go to you, Shannon, first on this one: animals that live in the ocean.
2: Sea cucumber, fish. It's very broad. A bit, whale. A, a
0: bit generic, but okay. We'll go to you, Shannon.
2: <laughs> I said whale.
0: Whale. Fancy. Shark.
2: Starfish. Stingray. Blobfish. Minnow. Sea bass. Guppy. Hammerhead shark.
1: That, doesn't that fall into the same well okay, you whatever. already said fish so if we're okay, going
2: was...
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, seahorse a narwhal did I say guppy yet? you did say guppy uh... three
0: two <laughs> one Shannon sort takes fish. the fresh. And Shannon gets the point, the point, and she is now leading two to one. Dang. One more, and she will secure her victory. We'll start off with fish. you, Fensty, here. And this one might favor Fensty, so just a preparation. We shall oh, see. No. We oh, shall no. see. Players that have won a championship
1: in their sport. Fensty, you start us off. Kobe Bryant.
2: <laughs> ben Shen. Roethlisberger.
1: Michael Jordan.
2: Juan Soto.
1: Magic Johnson. Yeah, yes.
2: Anthony Rendon.
1: Dirk Nowitzki.
2: Oh my God, uh, Troy Polamalu.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Hakeem. <laughs> That's really Olajuwon. hard for me. Okay, Hakeem Olajuwon.
0: T.J. Watt. Oh no, T.J. Watt is not won. Oh no, you're thinking uh, oh, no. no, none of the Watts have won yet. So Fensty takes the second point and Dang. ties it up. It is now two Dang. to two, and we will start out with Shannon for this very last one for the final point to secure the victory, Shannon. Items that can be used in the bedroom.
2: Oh, no. You're going to use this for the real, aren't you? Perhaps. Chocolate.
1: A mattress.
2: A towel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a, a whip.
2: I was going to go there. Jen. A dildo. There, we'll get it out of the way. There we go.
1: Fensty. I'm going to have to go with... Three. L- l- lotion. Okay.
2: Lubrication. Lube.
1: Fensty. Fensty. Three. A video camera. Oh. Shannon. A lingerie. Tripod.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Um, A pillow. A boom microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I literally hate it. I, we um, do not want to see
0: Fenstie's room <laughs> ever. Shannon, what did you say? Handcuffs. Handcuffs. Fenstie. Three.
1: Two. Blindfold. Gag. Going to go with music. Three. A swing. CD. CD. Would Be the item okay, okay,
2: so
0: CD Shannon went with swing back to you, Fensty.
2: A chair, <laughs> restraints
1: okay, gonna go with rope
2: three cords. <laughs> you don't have rope on hand, I don't know.
1: A uh, strobe light, All right, back to- disco light. Okay,
2: what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think on the fly,
1: that's what <laughs> I'm <laughs> doing. Sh- Wax, yeah.
0: <laughs> Fen- <laughs> Fensty, three. To Fire.
2: Anal beads.
0: Whoa. Fencey. Going to go with Three, a two, one. Oh! He is out. Shannon takes it all. It was a an appropriate last round that went back and forth, went to the very edges of restraints. That category took it all. All right. Shannon, you win your first round. Let's see if Fencey can offer us a victory for you as well. Fencey, you take over.
1: A, okay, my first topic for you guys is going to be, and we'll start with you, Shannon. We'll start with Beach Boys songs. Oh. Good
2: vibrations.
0: Kokomo. <laughs> Sail <on> sailor. <laughs> yep. Wouldn't it be nice?
2: Yep. California girls.
0: Yep. Oh, freaking A. Jukebox Jerry i don't know i i ran out of my beach boy knowledge i don't
1: think so no, i don't is, think jukebox though no. no that is not no that is not it so shannon Surfing gets the usa point. yep Surfing shannon gets usa the that would have
0: been one yeah
2: help me rhonda
1: yes that's awesome you might have to I'm go to the 60th anniversary concert with me in I, late I want August. to i love yes. the beach boys nice so one point for shannon here next topic Adam Sandler movies. Oh, much
0: better. Let's go. My turn to <laughs> turn. Yep. All right. Let's go. Wedding Singer. Grown Ups. Fifty First Dates.
2: Grown Ups Two. Does, does that <laughs> count? Yes, it does. They're two separate it's movies. Separate movies. Oh.
1: <laughs> Hustle. Un- uncut Gems. Yep. Uh, three, two. Billy
0: Madison. One. Yep. Big Daddy. Oh, um, Little Nicky. Yep.
2: Oh, that was my next one. Three. Jack and Jill. Ew.
1: Yeah. Ew. The terrible, terrible movie. A terrible you're movie. Right. You're right. Three, two. Stranger than fiction. Don't <laughs> think that was him. I think that Don't was think Will that... Ferrell. Oh dang it! Wrong comedian. Damn it. Yep. Oh. So that is another point for Shannon right there. Oh, okay. I'm feeling it. I'm good. At it. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. This one's gonna be interesting because I'm gonna I'm gonna be holding some cards here. Because the next topic is fast food restaurants. Let's go. Wendy's. Jack in the Box. Del Taco. Ooh, Uh, wow. Panera. That, I'll
2: allow it. Taco Bell.
0: Yep. Burger King. McDonald's. Yeah. Sonic.
2: Long John Silver's.
0: Yep. Nice. Jamba Juice. Yep. Captain D's. Subway. Jersey Mike's. Jimmy John's.
2: (laughs) Firehouse Subs.
0: Oh, nicely done! That counts. Uh, it does count. Three, two, Waterburger, Chipotle. In that's
1: and out. that's the on the line one. But I again, we've allowed Panera, so I'll allow that as that's well. That's why I said it. Yeah, In and Out. Yep.
2: Panda Express.
0: Yep. Yoshi's. Ooh, that you guys don't one have it. I don't it's know a, what that a fa- is. It's a fast food drive through over here in Arizona. Right, I will Shandy. send you a menu. Starbucks. Oh, dang! Nicely done. Yep. yep. Uh Dutch Bros. Yep.
2: Einstein's Bagels.
0: Yep. Oh, very nice. Is not there another bagel place? Blake's. Is that a place? I've not heard of it. It's a burger. It's a burger place in New Mexico. Okay. Could really get us.
2: He could just be making up things. Yeah, exactly. Well, I will send you
0: the links. Oh, KFC. Very nice. El Pollo yep. Loco. Arby's. Yeah, or Arby's. <laughs> they fries. have the meat. <laughs> they have uh, the fries. Hardee's. Yep. Popeyes. Yep. Who else sells chicken? I feel like there's another chicken. Three, place. two. Uh one. Wow. Bojangles. Jangles. Bo Jangles, that's right. <laughs> Shannon has just swept. Oh, swept? Man. Swept. Excellent job, Shannon. I did you have another one, Shannon? In the back of your mind? I guess you have Bojangles. Jangles, but.
2: I was gonna ask if Carl's Jr. counts because it's the same as Hardee's.
0: Yeah, I was. I, I always had that in the back of my bag, but I figured it wouldn't be worth it. All right. Congratulations. Shannon has not only swept me, but she swept the games against both of us in a very climactic game. Congratulations, Shannon. Let us go ahead and promote your thriving and surging social media presence. What is uh, Where can the people find you?
2: Yeah, you can find me on TikTok under shannernanner1. Spelled just how it sounds. And then um, <laughs> Shannon B underscore L U N T on like everything else. So it's great. It's great video game content. It's just fun. Very so. soft,
0: very generic. Uh, it's video literally game category
2: content. like indie softcore.
0: <laughs> it's what it is. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Shannon. Very much enjoyed having you on there. If nothing else, we'll see you at work. So this won't be the Literally. last time we see you, yes, but uh, but for the audience, they'll they'll see you in a little bit. Thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciated it.
2: Yeah, it's fun. Thanks for having me
0: bah, bah. Ooh. All right, this is the segment called "That Slaps," where we bring you the best entertainment of the week that we discovered. Uh, and it could be a movie, it could be a TV show, it could be a song. Now, in fair warning, Justin. I told you about that slaps, and you not only brought one, you brought four. And I, because I neglected to say it's actually just one per week. So I applaud you for that. But if you.
1: (laughs) Thank you for telling me about
0: your podcast there, Philip. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you only get one. Which way are you going to narrow it down to just one? A movie, TV show, song? Which way were you going to narrow it down? Point of order, If I, it could be any movie
1: I want. Any movie you want, any TV show, any song, wherever you want to go. Cool, I'll go movie. And it's one that I watched with a friend yesterday. 21 Jump Street. Hilarious. Ah, hilarious. I actually hap- I happen to think that in a decade where not many funny movies, truly funny, hilarious movies came out, the 2010s, outside of Get Him to the Greek... I think Twenty One Jump Street is the funniest movie of the 2010s. I get 21 and 22 mixed up, but sometimes is 21. My name is Jeff. No, that's 22. That's everyone 22. loves that part so much. It's so good. It's so everyone good. that one part everybody loves. <laughs> did you like 22 as much as 21? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. The, the scene where the scene where the the captain Ice Cube sees who his daughter's dating, and
2: it's it's. Jonah Hill it and goes that whole—it
1: goes on for so long, and not a moment of it is wasted. It is oh. divine. It is one of the best moments of just comedy. Just when they lock eyes for the first time, and you know the Ice Cube character, like you just see them lock eyes. That's so funny, it's and then when they're going. in the office, and Channing Tatum was a little bit, you know, when it comes oh, to the comments, he's yeah. like, he's like trying to make sense. There's a major elephant in the room, and Channing Tatum's trying to realize, oh, Schmidt, the captain's
2: daughter. <laughs> uh,
0: it's too good. It's too good. An excellent addition to the uh, that slaps category. Uh, it I, slaps. I, it slaps. It slaps. All right, mine is going to be a song. And it's called "Hasta los Dientes." It's by Camila Cabea featuring Maria Becerra. Not sure if I'm if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Look, I don't know about you, Justin, but I'm not a big fan of like foreign songs where it's like I don't understand what's going on. But this song is so good it's it just it has no reason to be as good as it is again i have no no understanding of what they're saying and it's not like la cucaracha where it's just one sentence like they're actually singing there's like a full thing even a size open Gangnam style like it's more in line (laughs) with that where where there's like a story going on there's stuff going on and it just it sounds so good i urge you and i urge the listeners to go listen to it i still even looking upon the translation of what it says i still don't fully understand what it's about but the beat is fantastic. The sound is good. It rhymes well. It just, ooh, it
1: slaps. Very nice. I mean, look, I, when it comes to that, I mean, is it good for, if you know, because the tone of this episode is, you know, dating and romance? You know, does it get you in the mood? Is it good? Is it good for maybe during passion music? Huh? I don't think so. If, I, if from what my understanding of what the lyrics say, hasta los
0: dientes is like goodbye to my, my dentured, like my teeth. Oh, because yeah. you're, you're, because you're, <laughs> because you're gripping so hard from how crazy you are over somebody else. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like, you're, you're making my teeth shatter, but I'm so, you you drive me crazy. Argh. So it's like, it's a bit passion, but it's like the, like, like the angry makeup sex kind of, kind of passion. Like it's like, you know, that's, for a lot of people
1: would say that that's the best kind of passion. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's, there's a, there's an alert to that. All right. Let's, let's end this sucker. All right, we've got a few thank yous to go through. First of all, most importantly, Justin, thank you to you for joining us. One, it's been an absolute pleasure to host with you. Two, i I've it lived up to all the hype. And three... It could certainly not be possible without you joining us. Thank you so much. I've had an immense pleasure for you to join us today. Thank you so much, man.
1: Thank you very much for bearing with me, Philip, for this episode.
0: <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, and finally, I do have to thank Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for their wonderful musical contributions. Of course, to Tara Amsuch, Josh Hansen, and Ryan Ardell for their wonderful little ditties added to it. And of course, to you, the listener, yes, you listening right now, thank you so much for joining us. Of course if you have listened to this and you want to listen to any more there's a whole library a whole archive in the back there they're not dated episodes you can listen to them now they're as good as they were when they first came out of the can so thank you so much for listening to them you can listen to them on anywhere you find all your favorite podcasts of course apple podcast spotify podcast google podcast pretty much anywhere except for pandora because you know why
1: screw you pandora ouch pandora philip you work for sirius xm and pandora watch out for bears